0: I want you to imagine that you have a bungee cord, you know, one of those like elastic sort of um, big elastic bands that you know, people tie around them, and jump off bridges and things. And But you have this big bungee cord tied around your waist and you're flying through the air and that bungee cord is loose and free and you're alive, fully alive. It's scary. But it's good and life can be much better than this. You are in, in the zone then <laughs> all of a sudden the bungee cord tightens ding, ding, and you have reached the limit of its extension. You can't go any further and it pulls you back. Uh, but this time the bungee cord uh, pulls you back back completely the same length of the bungee cord but in the opposite direction. There is no gravity to slow you down. You are heading directly for a brick wall. And you smash into it with the same force that you had when you were flying in all happiness. It's a pretty tragic picture, isn't it? You're broken. uh, You're destroyed. You ask the same question millions of people have asked before you even existed and it's the same question that people ask now and sometimes email me about. The question is why was I ever born? You know and it's the extremes that hurt the most isn't it? You know from the highs of happiness and wow and things are going great to the absolute lows of misery and everything is lost to you and it's yeah, you you sit crumbled below the wall of a dead-end street and wonder what this life is actually all about. Why was I ever born? What's the purpose in all this? Where's well, the logic, the reason, the knowing? We're still uh, uh, friends and family who supposedly come to your aid and ask further why questions. And you don't know why. You can't even offer any explanation. They, they they demand you do. So then they uh, draw their own conclusions and begin to shoot the dying body. <laughs> they shoot you. Yeah, you should have done this. You did that. You should have done this. And they shoot with a big machine gun. Why do we shoot our wounded? Well, I think it's because we don't like their story. It makes us uncomfortable. And life is meant to have order. Peace and harmony. <laughs> not ditch dwelling dehumanization like a man beaten up and left to die on the side of the road. No, that's that's not in the, the normal life playbook. So we don't like that, so we shoot the wounded. We don't want to know them. But that question of why was I even born, that's the question of the biblical character of Job. And he says this, why didn't I die at birth? My first breath out of the womb, my last. Why were there arms to rock me and breasts for me to drink from? I could be resting uh, in peace right now, asleep forever, feeling no pain, in the company of kings and statesmen in their royal ruins, or with princes resplendent in their gold and silver tombs. Yet, no, there wasn't a yet, but why wasn't I stillborn? and buried with all the babies who never saw light. Where the wicked no longer trouble anyone, and bone-weary people get a long-deserved rest, prisoners sleep undisturbed, never again to wake up to the bark of the guards, and the small and the great are equals in that place, and slaves are free from their masters. That's Job 311 19 and that's the question that hits us when we have known the extremes of completeness, but now we sit in a dark hole of brokenness. And to make things worse, we feel that God is absent from our cry. We wonder if God exists at all. This is pain. It may not be physical pain, simply anaesthetised by some medication, but this is soul pain emotional pain which can drive you to the point of wanting to end your life. Pain that we are dull, we dull with addictions and I wonder what's your go-to pain relief. Um, The question is why was I ever born? Was I born for some cosmic chess match (laughs) and I'm like a pawn to be kicked around square to square? Who's in charge here? Is God truly in control? Is God good? If God is good, then what is God good for? (laughs) That's a little reference to a quote from Larry Crabb. And we limp from day to day, scratching crumbs of hope from wherever we can find them. And I found this quote. Job may wish he had not been born, but neither will he take his own life. Thus pain is the only option, Gordon DeFee and Douglas Stewart. There is someone else in the dark hole. You are not alone and it's not someone to offer you false comfort. Another biblical character moans from a dark corner of the ditch. It's Jeremiah, and he says, yet I curse the day I was born. <laughs> May no one celebrate the day of my birth. No, no birthdays for Jeremiah. I curse the messenger who told my father, good news, you have a son. Let that him be the messenger. Be destroyed like the cities of old that the Lord overthrew without mercy, terrify him day long with battle shouts because he did not kill me at birth. Oh, that I died in my mother's womb, that her body had been my grave. Was it why was I ever born? My entire life has been filled with trouble, sorrow, and shame. That's Jeremiah 20. It's a dark hole, and dark holes can swallow you up so much that the brain thinks that that is all there is. You are lost in the completeness of black. Again, I want to say you're not alone. I want to sit with you. I offer no wisdom other than my presence. And I wonder if that is what Jeremiah would say to Job. I wonder if that's what Job would say to Jeremiah. Please, no trite answers. Don't quote scriptures. Don't add misery on top of pain. Just be there and hold me. Job and Jeremiah went through this dark place and emerged changed from the inside out. It's a dark place. It's a place, but there is a pinhole to be taken through. Jesus describes this as a narrow path, a crushing path. Path that takes you between huge boulders where you have to shed every attachment to every attachment that you have had to what you think life is meant to be like. It's a Calvary walk with a man who carried a cross from his crucifixion. Actually, I wonder if Jesus thought, Why was I born? Yeah, he knew perfect, complete life, yet Jesus chose to be born to die to live. I think the depth of the the question of why was I ever born was laid heavy on his soul in the garden of Gethsemane. In this dark hole he asked his closest friends to sit with him. And this is the reference. Jesus went with him to a garden called Gethsemane and told his disciples, Stay here while I go there and pray. Taking along Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he plunged into an agonizing sorrow. Then he said, This sorrow is crushing my life out. Stay here and keep vigil with me. Going a little while ahead, going a little ahead, he fell on his face praying, My father, if there is any way, get me out of this. Please, not what I want. You, not what I want. You, what do you want? But um, when he came back to his disciples, he found them asleep. He said to Peter, can can't you stick it out with me for a single hour? Stay alert, be in prayer so you don't wander into temptation without even knowing you're in danger. There is part of you that is eager, ready for anything in God. But there is another part that's as lazy as an old dog sleeping by the fire. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love the message, Matthew 26. Um, in the dark hole, which I think Jesus was in. I want someone to keep watch, vigil, and just offer their simple presence against abandonment, darkness. I want someone to be there. One of the things that I like to do is I like to do composting, compost heaps, all right? You think, where is he going with this one? You know, and I've got this compost heap here, and it's where all the unwanted and unneeded bits and pieces of garden life right down at a a transformed So Into it goes straw, grass, sticks, eggshells, leaves, and they all go into it and break down under natural processes. Worms and bacteria, heat and moisture, and they all combine and work against the hard fibers and turn them into something soft and reusable. Uh, I think I've got a compost, soul. compost bin in my soul. Questions make up the core of it. The big and the little wise, And they they all go in there and break down into their raw elements. Then I think God takes the matured compost and grows tomatoes and lettuces to feed the world. <laughs> Which is what this blog is all about. Blog, you know, The website. Feeding the world with some truth, hopefully. And something eventually comes out that's good and something comes out comes out of that puzzlement and the wise and the book of of job is i think it's a forty two chapter compost heap strange smelling, puzzling, full of worms, but ultimately good and that's what I'm working through hey here's some quotes. To consider. What I've learned is that not knowing and often not even needing to know are deeper ways of knowing and deeper forms of compassion. Richard Raw. When we think we're absolutely right we stop seeking new information. To be right is to be certain and to be certain stops us from being curious. Curiosity and wonder are at the heart of all learning. John Bradshaw. Trouble is inevitable. Endurance is necessary. Our high call from God is to trust him and to trust his heart. A heart filled with love. Nothing can happen to us or in us that it cannot work together for our good. Larry Crabb. God, I know you're good, but what are you good for? Larry Crabb. It is the unrivaled wonder of the gospel of Jesus Christ that no other God has wounds. I'm going to read that again. It is the unrivaled wonder of the gospel of Jesus Christ that no other god has wounds A full search into our souls a full search into our soul causes life to begin, not end. And then it's as if we've never lived before. Dark nights may go away, but they hold the promise of a bright morning. This world sunsets become another world's sunrises. And joy comes into sight. Larry Crabb. And the final quote. The moment God is figured out with nice neat lines and definitions. We are no longer dealing with God. Rob Bell. Some questions for you to answer. What do your why questions drive you to do? Number two. What would it be like for someone to sit quietly vigil with you in your dark hole garden of Gethsemane? Number three, why do we shoot our wounded? Oh, my dear. Hey, I hope you found this um, encouraging or helpful or something. Hey, send me an email barry at turningthepage.co.nz. I'd love to, I truly love to hear from my readers and listeners and viewers and uh, form a conversation. And just a big thank you. Um, to those people who support Turning the Page, um by as little as $1 a month. <laughs> and if you'd like to be that person, um, just come over to turningthepage.co.nz and you'll find a support or a gift, um drop-down button jiggy And you can support us. And every dollar counts. It really does. Hey, until next time, uh, may you be the person that sits vigil with someone in their dark hole. You don't need to say anything. You just need to be there. Okay, bye.